I heard that they put like they like overpopulate them in like a little yeah. makeshift lake, like mm. a petri dish. Right, and then they put they put uh, chickens on top of them. They, they like harvest chickens on top, and then they have That's mesh netting. So when the chickens poop. It goes down into the and fish, and the fish, the fish, fish eat chicken, chicken poop. That's why that shit kind of good. So tilapia <laughs> eat chicken <laughs> You tilapia is chicken shit fish. Chicken <laughs> shit. You are eating chicken eating shit. Chicken shit food. Tilapia, yes. eat, tilapia eat chitlins. It's chitlins. It's the same version of chitlins. We on again. I hope you listening closely. We doing our own thing. But we doing this for the culture. Check out the top. Check out the top. Don't be the subject. Don't be the subject. We keep it pop. Hey, we keep it pop. You can be up next. You can be up next. We are more than culture. 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 We are more than culture. More than culture. You know the worst shit is the niggas get a cipher and everybody think you can beatbox because you're fat. <laughs> Like and you just disappoint like like, 15 <laughs> Fuck y'all looking at me for Poet. Don't you know how to give us a beat on, like, like, like how like, bro, You ain't got a Luffy in there somewhere bro <laughs> Nope <laughs> All the fat boys are back ain't they <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nah I'm not doing it Oh man That's hilarious More than culture is the brand It's the more than culture show Come on the secret genius Remo Rod Tyler Chronicles Ronnie Jordan Yes indeed You know what time yes, it is sir. We here Yes it is Is it on you It's on you Okay look I met this young lady During the pandemic Because we tapped in with a lot of uh, all deaf stuff and yeah, came on stage and to hear more but we we reached out to the whole west coast family come to find out she lives here right in wow. atlanta on the low moved yeah, in yeah. on the low low one of the forefront producers of uh, uh all deaf on all the platforms all deaf women Amazing. she got a lot of stuff going on one of the producers on roast me wow. uh got her on the culture, she's doing some stuff. She got the, they got the whole all deaf in Atlanta, and mm-hmm. you were kicking ass the whole production week. Mm. I saw you in your office mode with your laptop running around telling yeah people what saying? to do. It's it was do- it's dope to see black women in production. We have Meg Scoop. Yeah. Meg Scoop. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Thank you. That was a very nice intro, by the way. What? Hey, yeah. way I better than what I had. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say like he the gives girl. great intros to everybody except, except Kamala. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say the queen that was on the perm box because I know you did at least <laughs> one perm box. You got. That perm box here. Yeah, boy. You no, no, they, She got the little Lilo and Stitch. My, my that's, that's, no, no, that's why they get people like uh, Meg. I mean, don't yeah, need the perm. Like Be- yeah, it looks like it's. Like, I believe that. Come on now. It's all false advertisement. I believe it, sir. That's what's and your up. mom, you got to how, how's how's your kid? How's your baby? He is two and a half, almost three. Ooh, hey, how was that a year with the baby? How was that pandemic? Ooh, so uh, <laughs> I just want to say I don't do drugs of any sort. However, during the pandemic, However. I started doing CBD with THC in it. Come on, awesome. both of them. specifically because one of us was not gonna make it out of it. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, well, somebody here got to do something. Right. THC got us through the pandemic. I'm gonna tell you that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it did. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I, I actually. I am like a big believer using CBD. I do it all the time. My back be hurting. Yeah. Makes me feel so much better. So, hey. I've been hearing a lot more CBD appreciation it's lately. Great. But, you know, I need the little THC added to it. You so got a little just, something. You know. I think it's baby steps. Yeah. It is. It I, is. I like the, the, the oil. CBD oil is a he- was healing for me. It mm. is. Like, Talk about it. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I had a, a sciatica issue. So I got the oil, and they told you, told me, put it under my tongue, hold it for 30 seconds yes. before you swallow it, and then you can actually topically put it yep. on where it hurts. And, man, I'm telling you, my shit was gone. 
I was I was turning down shows because I couldn't drive that long. Polo tink tink. Yeah, that's how bad. <laughs> 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 I'm glad you got better though. <laughs> Nigga, you for the tinctures. <laughs> so so let's start. So where where are you from? Where'd you originate from? You said you have a you know an Asian mother, so tell us about a little bit about your background. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh <laughs> you go right into Asian mama. You know, right? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm um so I'm from Kentucky, but I was oh, no. like okay. born and raised um I was born in Korea. On an army base, raised. I lived in Thailand, Radcliffe, Kentucky. Sheesh. I mean, I've been all over big, uh, very, Dallas, big, everywhere. Right. Big difference. Yeah. Big yes, country. right, right, right. Very different. What was the biggest culture shock when you came? What was the biggest culture shock coming from Korea to Kentucky? So I don't remember because I was like two, but okay. I remember coming back from Thailand to back to Kentucky because we had been in Kentucky like twice. And I remember coming back, because in, in Thailand, it's like hot. You can swim every day, you know, you outside. Mm. I came over here, and then we had moved Snow. to the hood. Oh. So, because my dad had got the military, and then I was like, oh, these, yeah. these apartments, these kids fight each other every day. <laughs> these kids wow. fight each other. They fight. fight each other every day. And Y'all I, was in the military housing? No, no, this was after my dad yeah. got out. So now we were like civilians. Civilians, yeah. Oh. And so I think we were getting a house built. So my dad was like, we're just going to move to the hood for like six months. And I was in there like, wow. So I had to learn to fight. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. six months of my life. Training camp. On, yeah. <laughs> yes. Boot camp. But actually it was good. Like the Bill's character. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I moved. Bill's comedians. That's what the hood do. And knuckle <laughs> strength. <laughs> knuckle strength. Knuckle strength is And then important. I ended up getting real chunky because you couldn't swim in America like every day. It was four seasons Maybe. instead of it being just hot. Oh. <laughs> instead of it being just hot. Like mm-hmm. it was in Thailand. So I was like, oh, I can't swim no more. So I got chunky. And then that's, I feel like that's when I got funny because you had to get quick. Yeah. Like, you got to get real quick. Yeah, man. That husky be on you, boy. That husky be on you. Bro, I used to have. I was born quick then. I used to have Rayon shirts. Uh, I think we talked about this episodes ago. That's dope. That was like Bobby Brown but shit. But not though. when they sweat. Mm-hmm. You know, not. Oh. not yeah, because, you know, you got the husky elastic bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> and when you dance, you like an old man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your stomach in first. In the seventh grade. In the yeah. goddamn sixth like and seventh grade. Uncle? Yeah. yeah, bro. You know, like that picture of that little kid with the suspenders? You look like Troy on Ways to Exhale. That was me. I don't Dirty bitch, that nigga that was throwing the arms. But, 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 but the women used to pinch my cheeks. My mama friend like, he is so adorable. You oh, so man. cute. We ain't even going to talk about rapey old women on this episode. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> that's, that's a thing, What, though. boy, that what? That is a thing. Please know that. be fucking rapey as shit. Y'all just stop talking about you, my little boyfriend. You, my little boyfriend. That is that's toxic. That is a little shocking. It is very toxic. Very way too many of them. Man, yes. that was yeah. uh, I've had, so I've seen, uncomfortable, bro. Right. Yeah. Like you will hide in your room when because certain, certain people come certain through. Your mother's friends come to the house, bro. I'm not. Going. My aunt friend was fine. She got undressed <laughs> at one time. I was stepping. Like, I got one of those stories too, though. This <laughs> <laughs> cat got them yeah. on. Oh, what happened to you? No, bro. So my auntie was a, a education, a physical education teacher. Mm-hmm. And she had a little shower or whatever in the in her uh, office. Okay. So her friend came over just to switch clothes real quick, change clothes. And I was in there, nigga. I seen Miss Bernadette out of a steamy shower, nigga. Miss <laughs> Bernadette had a butt. No, Miss Bernadette was beautiful, man. Why? How did? How were you in there? Because like she was my aunt. But now, why, how were you by the shower part? He wasn't supposed to be. Did she notice that you were, like, watching her? <laughs> no. I mean, I, I wasn't like. In there. 
wow. <laughs> I was just like, it was just like real quick. She was wiping off, and I was just like, yeah. <laughs> that is a booty. That's a burner that. That's a burner That's where you that. find out what you is for the rest of your life. Because there's some niggas saw that was like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I put that down. That butt long. Girl. That butt long. No. No, she was perfect, man. She so what perfect. got you into she comedy? What, the, what, what got you into comedy? Like, did you go up first somewhere or? You know what? I always wanted to do something in the comedic realm, but I didn't know like exactly what. Because mm. I was like, I, I respect stand-up comedians too much because that's a lot of work. But I remember one time when I lived in Dallas, I saw I was at the improv. Just so I love going to comedy shows. And I remember one day I was like, I'm about to do this. And I the dude I was dating at the time, I told him, I called him, I was like, I'm about to do comedy. He laughed in my face, y'all. He laughed at me and was like, that. No, you yeah, not. You yeah. I said, and that was like fire. <laughs> I was like, go. Oh, okay, cool. Right, we were done after that. No shit. Mm. He didn't believe in your dream. Killer. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. you know immediately if somebody is for you, if they mm -hmm. like, even if I didn't do it, the fact that he laughed in my face, I was like, okay, wow. I got this. So that just made me go, okay, I'm gonna do this. Mm. So I moved to LA. I did, what did I do? Um, I started acting, I started hosting, a lot of on-camera stuff, but I still always loved comedy. I didn't wanna do any type of acting that didn't make people laugh. Mm. Um, I remember, now this is like my Asian side kicking in because I was like, oh, I need to do comedy class. I need to go to school for comedy. Right, right. So then I signed up for this like stand-up class where you had to like write out your jokes and punch oh, lines and you had to go perform. And so I did that and I remember the first time I did it, we were supposed to do like a three-minute set, I think. Yeah, three-minute set. I get on stage, I invite my friends. I was like, y'all give me pity laughs, just laugh, right? <laughs> right, um, <laughs> I ended up going, and I was like, this is a really long, I, I had enough material, but I was like, this is a long three minutes. The guy let me go for like seven minutes. He okay. was like, oh, I'm wow. gonna just let her keep going. And I finally saw the light, and I was like, well, there it is. And he said, I just wanna see if you could do it because you were just, you flow. were feeling it. Yeah. And I was like, this is the best feeling. And yeah. so I've yeah. done stand-up like four times, but probably not. I, I do it here and there, but not for real, because I respect y'all. I respect what y'all do. But you've done it. <laughs> I've yeah, you got to get up there to know a little bit. Cause exactly. It's, right. That feeling ain't nothing like nothing else. Yeah, and you can get kind of <laughs> help you get into the mind of a comedian and what, right, what right. they work right. and, and how they do. It's a, it is difficult. Very difficult. <laughs> <laughs> Comedy is difficult. It is. So we appreciate it. Is. it. I would do it again, though. I would do, but I wouldn't do like a, I wouldn't do a tour. I, I respect, what, like I said, I respect what y'all yeah. do, but I would definitely get up on stage. Are you more of like a comedic actress or? Probably so, yes. Oh, I just yeah. like to be around comedic content, I would say. Mm. I think that's why I work well on All Deaf because that's, that's all we do. That's yeah. all y'all do. By the way, I need to tell you. Remo and come on, I gotta tell y'all this. I went to, I saw y'all perform a few months ago, a few weeks ago, at the Atlanta Comedy Theater with Darren, Darren Brand. Darren Brand, yes, that's the I came bro. in there. Now, mind you, I'm the type of person that go to comedy shows and I just, I don't laugh. I just, like, on the inside, I laugh, like, hee hee hee. But on the outside, <laughs> I'd be like, well, that's a good joke. That's okay. a good joke. I was dying. Oh, man. That's, oh, that's what's dope. I, all three of y'all, like, I, I really up. laughed out loud. Yeah. I was like, this is a good show. So I just want to say that. I haven't seen you guys All in good. it yet, Ronnie. And of course, I, I haven't seen y'all, but hopefully I will soon. Yeah, very soon. I, now that I know you live here, you, we got to do a special show just for me. I got a show on the 31st yeah. you can come to, for sure. Here in Atlanta? Okay, I'll come yeah, through. It's 420 right. friendly. It's a secret little duck off. Yeah. Okay. They got a wing festival before the show. Wing. We all got a show every Thursday. I got to bring Thursday your gun too. It's pretty cool. You can't for real. It's yeah. an old Longhorn that's yeah. lit. 9300 TV. Show that little uh, uh, 22. Yeah, pull up with okay. the 22. You get I got nut chucks, bro. I got nut chucks. 
If you throw a ninja star out the side of bro, I'm telling I you. Choice, bro. <laughs> Boy, that's funny. I'm gonna bring those. I used to. Let me tell you something. No. Uh, All right. When I was in the fifth grade, okay, I found the ninja star, bro. How Where? you find the ninja star, bro? It was just on the side of the school, like somebody threw it and lost uh, it. Man, I felt like I was called was to do karate. Yeah, <laughs> but that's my question. I went to three was, classes. Yeah, and was like, no, sir, this is not this <laughs> class. Nigga. <laughs> was it a, like a, a knifey? <laughs> it was ninja star. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like. It, it was it metal, was, though. It was metal as shit. What if it was like a sheriff badge and remote? Like <laughs> 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 a toy badge. Just throw badges. Uh, <laughs> Just fucking up the Cab County's badge. <laughs> That's hilarious. Hey, there any, I felt special. Were there any uh, awkward moments during Zooms you ever had during the pandemic? Like, what, any, what was the funniest, like, awkward thing that ever happened on a Zoom? Um, I think... So I think somebody farted. It wasn't me. I promise. It oh, wasn't me. But it was a <laughs> fart. This was like right when the pandemic first started, and I was like, mm, "Can't fart." Do you address the fart, yes. or do you just kind of yes. let it pass? That's when we didn't know if he was gonna live or die. You address everything. Yeah, let that shit out. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a shit. Who farted I think on it was Zoom? Like, like it was so early on in the pandemic. I think it was like we didn't even know how to work Zoom. So you know when <laughs> something makes a noise, like or when everybody talks. Their square is green, mm-hmm. so I was. I don't think we recognized that you're supposed to look for the green square uh-huh. because that's who the culprit was. And I was like, who, whose who square was green? Who square was green? That's back. That's crazy. Y'all do a great job of a and R and different zooms and shows that y'all do. So like, like, what's that process like? Like pairing people. Even together, do y'all like dig deep, or is it just like strike of the luck sometimes? Um, I think it's a little bit of both. Like sometimes yeah. we're always all the producer on all deaf. We're like scouting. Okay. So like even here, I'll show up to some comedy shows like unannounced, just in the back, just watching. Mm. Trying not usually, to laugh at niggas, but come <laughs> on, not to you laugh see at what niggas. we did. <laughs> yeah, 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 funny. funny. And then um, I probably hit them up on uh, Instagram and just be like, "Hey, you interested? Come through. We're doing Zoom. Just try you out. Stuff like that." Or it'll be like comedians, friends of friends. So if, you know, y'all know each other. I don't think we've got. Have we got you on there? Come on. I've been on a couple, couple. See, we gotta get you on some more stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah like because I know Remo, you've been on stuff too, right? Uh, you know, I, I like a couple more too. Okay, we're going to add y'all to more stuff, but it's like, you know, comedians that have friends that'll be like, hey, such and such is funny. You know, you can really tell who has a good spirit, especially in comedy, because, you know, it's a lot of haters. But I I love the fact that when we came here... Ronnie you, keeps Ronnie. Us true. Ronnie keeps us pure. That's Ronnie will just be like, oh hey, this lady's funny. This dude is funny. Have you tried them? Have you? So I appreciate that because I feel like that's how, you know, we learn about great comedians and the ones, not just great comedians, but ones that have good spirits too because I think that makes a difference. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't know y'all never had women on Roast Me. I didn't know a oh, Roast Me. Oh, we have, but like it's been... Not the, not the battle. You're right. I'm not on Battlegrounds, Battlegrounds but we have yeah. on Roast Me, yeah, the, the full show, yeah. like twice. Mm. But I'm I'm proud of that totally man. Miss Jen and Erica Duchess had a good little oh, yeah. battle, they little, little scruff. Those are some it was dope. superstars. It was super too. dope. We yeah. had. It. I'm, I was just excited. I just wanted the product to come out of Atlanta to be good. I don't, you know, oh, it ain't, it's it's, mm. it's above me. Do we stand up? Are you like you seeing some of the behind the scenes? Like some oh, of absolutely. I would say this: the feeling here is different than like a shooting in L.A. Right. Because I think you know the comedians that live in L.A. are used to being on set, used to doing this kind of stuff. So when they come on set, they be like, okay, where do I sit? Where do I go? It's, it's just not like a genuine joy. It's like mm. a job. Mm. Oh. So there's a difference. Whereas in Atlanta, it's like joy. Like people are like, oh, I'm happy to do this. Like this is oh, fun. Yeah. It's just a different feeling. And so I, I appreciate, you know, yeah, what y'all and the talent 
for roasting. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Yeah. I'm saying y'all had some bad childhoods. The trauma is real in Atlanta. Any opera moments? Any opera moments you saw in the roast me that were funny? Oh, I can't eat everybody. Well, like a past roast me because you've been on the show a while. So, ooh, let me see. Oh, gosh, there's so many. I think I so I love different people's style. I think that's what makes roast me so great. Like you got Craig Smith, who's he's got he is slow. He is so articulate Mm -hmm. and slow with what he's about to say. And it's funny every single time. Razor sharp. Every time. And then, like, the back and forth that we've had with, like, Billy Sorrells and David Lucas, like, oh, that, yeah. gr- oh, those man. two, I don't know why, but their comedy goes against each other. Yeah. Um, Boo Capone is always a Boo good time. Boo Capone is always a good time. I don't know where he come up with this stuff. He's just an entertaining motherfucker. It's just, right. Yeah. You just <laughs> want to hear what he got to say. Right. It's right, like right. you see his computer going. He's like, yeah. you know what you, <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was roasting me, and I was like, this is so funny. <laughs> you was enjoying like, Boo. I was enjoying him saying just the most random shit. The most yeah. random like, yeah. what uh, the fuck? Comedian CP, I love him as well. He's very, I like the, he's very smart. The stuff that he says, you be like, oh my gosh, I didn't even think of that. He's very detailed. He's very detailed. So I don't know. I've had, over the years, it's been really fun. I know one season we tried. So we were always trying to get more women on the show, but we didn't know how. Because women, like, you talk about me being fat, you talk about me, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm going off. And most women have that trigger, whereas most men, it's like, I guess, Y'all used to the trauma? Yeah. Of somebody yeah, yeah, yeah. talking about you? Like a lot of things. Y'all had to grow, Black like, men. tough, tough yeah. skin. That's part of your flaw the first day. Talking about them. Right. See, I think, so that's yeah. why it's easier for men. So one season we had, we had teacher's assistants, and so we put women as the teacher's assistants, oh, which is kind of, like, sexist when I think about it. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, Just a little bit. And she said it back. Do they have any male teacher's assistants? No, no male. Not even one. No, no, no. Don't give them no suggestions in Atlanta, man. Don't, we ain't gonna start that shit. What? No, no, no. <laughs> we don't have, but I, I feel like Atlanta is the right spot for us to do roast me with women in it. Like yeah. it's just beautiful. Yeah. Just, just the the level of roasting that is in this city is amazing. Yes, so, yeah. so, so let's start. I mean, roast me is one of the you know more popular ones. Let's start back to like how did you even you moved to LA? So and you started acting. How did you even? Let's start with the acting and then talk about how you transitioned to get into mess with all deaf. Like, what were you doing acting-wise? Um, acting, I was doing a lot of, like, a, a lot of stuff. Cold, cold reads. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've done background. I've done, like, five-liners. They flew me to Atlanta to do, like, episode of the game. I had to go back. Nice. Um, you was in the game? I was yeah. in the game. Yeah. Yeah. You fucking with Derwin and them? That was. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's crazy? I was doing, um, the reason why I got on to the game was because I was doing a recap show of the game. So episode by episode, me and my friends, like, were on this network that just did recap shows. And we would talk about, we didn't think anybody watched it. So we would say (laughs) the most foul, ridiculous stuff, like, who named this episode? It's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Who did this? They didn't think it through. The scriptwriter said. That's like a genre. Right, right. And they they watched it every single writer's room. They would turn on for every episode, and they would watch it. And I I didn't know that. So you, like, you never know who watches your stuff. Just be consistent with it. 
that's what it taught me. That's what I was going to goddamn say. See, you just be consistent with it. And um, I had an agent, and my agent reached out and was like, you want to be on the game show? And I was like, what game show? I Man. like game shows. Yeah. 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 And he was like, no, the show, the game. And I was like, yes, Hell cool. Yeah. Like, what they want me to do? He was like, they actually want you to play a reporter. <laughs> that uh, <top> shit. <laughs> basically. And they're going to fly you to Atlanta. So I was like, okay, cool. So they flew me here. I was so grateful. I was on set. I was like, look at this. I done moved to L.A. just to Come be back. in the movies in Atlanta. Yeah. I should right. go back. And um, I remember being on set, and I saw the writers. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, you guys, thank you so much for, like, allowing me to be here. This is great. And they was like, we just want to tell you. So I wrote episode 527 <laughs> oh, that, you yes, that you Spanish. said that the title was stupid, uh, but we had been up writing until 4 a.m. So I didn't have nothing. They was giving like <laughs> all these. And I was like, I am so sorry. I did not know. That's why they hired you to get that out. I did write it. I was like, give about 1,200. Tell us what's on our mind. Let me tell you something. I'm so sorry. They was like, no, we love it. You guys are so authentic. I was like, what else did I say about these people? I hope you ain't eating nothing now to do this. <laughs> oh, like, I did. That was like one of my first times being on a real set. Oh, I was like, crafty. oh, I could get smoothies. I had like 20 things in my trailer. <laughs> didn't eat half of it. I was just Fuck like, that. I do a green smoothie, add extra kale. Yeah, I ain't gonna yeah. eat that. I just want to order it. You know, it was, <laughs> but it was, was cool. So it was funny. a good experience. But I started doing acting, and then I realized like, I'd rather be myself. Like, mm -hmm. I'd rather, I don't know. Just being somebody else wasn't as fun to me as being myself. So I started doing more hosting stuff, and I saw an audition for All Deaf. And they were looking for, like, they had a daily show called The Drop. And they were like, we're looking for some, you know, comedic talent, funny, whatever. I went in there, and I was like, I know. You know how, like, you just know something is yours? You get that feeling. You get the tinglies. You walk yeah. in. And, and I had that as soon as I walked in. And I was like, oh, this is about to be mine. And I don't know how I did in the audition, I'll be honest. Right. Maybe I didn't do that great. But it was mine at mm. the end of the day. And I had that feeling but did not get it. <laughs> what project? A lot of shit. It's just. <laughs> it's, that means it's coming. You're very close. I had that feeling on um, on Hell Day. Like, I didn't know the audition Hell Day process. Was gonna get you out of here? No, I, I knew when I did my audition, they was going to call me back. Mm. Because I walked that in there funny. and... Instead, like it was like improv. Instead yeah, right, of like right. asking me questions, I'm just going after her. I'm like, "You not interviewing me, are you?" <laughs> oh boy, stop playing. So I mean, shit, what's your name? You know, right. I'm I'm just talking to the interviewer, yeah. and she's like, "Wait 20 minutes, and we're gonna get some more people in." Whoop de whoop. But sometimes, you know, I've had that time where I was like, <laughs> I "No, I've been on set and done the lines, and then he cut my lines." Oh, I've been there. Oh, so you go to the movies Jeez. like, yeah, I'm about to uh, skip. Yeah. Oh. You said it happened to you? Yeah, yeah this is my scene, it right? It did. It was like, um, what movie was it? It was. Um, what episode of the game was you in? Because they're going to find it. Dotnet is going to find this. It is. BT Plus. Okay, so I don't know the number, but it was one of the newer episodes when. With blue on it. You remember the season? No, I don't. Ah, I gotta look that up. I have to send it to y'all. But I, it was, I don't know. It was Did one of the. Did you put it on your MySpace? <laughs> Possibly. That was the error. Like, Possibly. No, I like MySpace wasn't popping, bro. For it real. was. What was your, your five songs on MySpace? Mm. I, I changed them like every day. I oh, you I was, was one I of those? Was visiting. I thought people was visiting. You me. had a network? <laughs> I had people a network, but it wasn't nobody looking at my page. But I thought, like, I'm going to change it today. Uh, somebody might come and they need to hear the top five of the day. Mm. Nobody was on that page. I had that motherfucking player. Y'all don't know about that though. The player. Cheers, Cheers to you. Cheers to you. Yes. Oh, they from Kentucky. I know them. I had explosive on Are my. Are they from Kentucky? Explosive. Mm -hmm. 
yeah. Not <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm not on MySpace. My brother didn't like me. It's one of my best songs ever made. Your Say brother, I found out on MySpace my brother didn't like me. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> on MySpace, he, wasn't he, your wrote, top. he wrote a little blog. You know, you could like write little blogs yeah, or whatever yeah, he wrote on it. He was like, I hate my sister. I don't like Damn. her because she, uh, she, I don't know what, I think it was like, she gets all the special treatment. Damn, and I bro. And I was like, oh my, and I responded, I was like, you know, I'm your friend yeah. on here, right? You bought this to MySpace fan? Yeah. And then he gonna respond, oh my bad. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> we live in the same house. These two ladies already out. making people stupid. Right. <laughs> like, we live, in we live in the same house. <laughs> like, I see you. I see you. I can see you. I hate my that sister so on MySpace is hilarious, bro. What are you talking about? <laughs> and mind you, it was, oh, like, I was in late high school he was in college i'm like why are you right there he was in college, was in college right my sister right. i hate the internet internet breaks yeah. up family i would have <laughs> took him off the top eight hell yeah get out of here i ain't talking to my brother since the pandemic started this nigga hit me back how you got me looking in front of my wife like you ain't got damn tag me i said on a post mm -hmm. <laughs> you ain't tag that man man y'all gotta square bro. up bro tag your brother man. Man. <laughs> but you ain't tag that man on a blessed day or something mm -hmm. bro it was a lot boy no boy you can't do that to me and i got two kids hanging over me while i'm trying to post this shit you said right niggas don't give a fuck about what i got going they don't care about what i gotta go to therapy right. for my children and all that other shit <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's cool though. Yeah, God that would be a good ass show. Like, huh? like comedic therapy. Like, right. Comedians need the most therapy, bro. But we not gonna be funny if we go. That's true. This is your therapy. What is comedian therapy show though? Pitch it to all day. I don't, nigga. I don't, nigga. Hold yeah, on, nigga. I didn't think about Damn, this yesterday. This related to the thing. Man. <laughs> No, I'm saying when you just had it in your mind, what was you thinking? Comedian, like a two comedians talking about shit, or a comedians going to an actual therapy? Here we go, boom. Wow. You get two people sitting down. One is the therapist. One is getting the therapy. They open up whatever they read is what's going on. Okay. So somebody is, is improv. So you read it. It was like I'm a schizophrenic, oh, uh, and I have OCD, and that's their thing. And then the the therapist gets a, this person does a lot of Percocets and, you know, has a twerking addiction. Elevator pitch. Talk about it. To keep it on comedy, I get a comedian and a therapist. The therapist looks at the comedian's set. The co comedian says something in their set that needs to be addressed, i.e. something about your father, something about your mother, something about your kids, and then when you stop it right there, and then you talk they about unpack it. unpack it. Unpack the joke. Ooh, there we go. That's not going to be funny anymore. That's going to be funny. I think it will. I think it'll have a little bit of both because, like, it's when you're, as, as a writer, if you're writing, even when you're writing a sitcom, they tell you, you know, you got 22 minutes, eight minutes of commercial, you got 22 minutes of cut this out you got 22 minutes of show so you need to have 20 minutes of funny and two minutes of heart so it's always some heart in each thing like even if you watch all the old sitcoms it's always a right. ah moment every single one or a teaching moment every single mm -hmm. one so it, i think i think it could work i think it could work Actually, i like it i like it there you go we had a therapy Boom. show before but i like this version well, how better. was it what was it about um it was oh gosh this was like old all deaf before we went bankrupt Hey, um, we gotta get to that. Cut that part. <laughs> leave that part in. That's true. Everybody knows. Nah, yeah. uh, yeah, we went yeah. bankrupt, so it was a different yeah. owner. But I forgot what it was. But we did have a therapist come in, and like people would tell their problems, mm. and it was actually funny. But um, I, I like this better because it's like part of your set. Like yeah. this one joke. Part of your dope. life. Yeah, mm. yeah. Let people know like this should be coming from a real place, and like right. you about to see how real this place is right here. 
I think that'd be dope. Hey, so like how it. did how did uh let's start at the beginning of all deaf? How did you get into or just get in so there? You're still acting now. Yeah. We on all deaf. Yeah. So I I did the audition. Um, I got in there. Actually, shout out to Cynthia Luciette because she hey, hey. it was her yeah. job that I actually took. Oh. So she went and moved to do something different. And right. if it wasn't for her going to do other stuff, I would not have ever been what at all deaf. Because this, this might have been what you came with. Twenty sixteen. Oh no no. Man, nah. Yeah, twenty sixteen. And um, so she then I started hosting star. the drop. Right. Which one? She was yes. doing World Star. Yeah. yeah yeah yeah. Um, I started hosting the drop with to hear more. And then, like a shout month later, here. yes, shout out to Tahir. A so month later, we got, um, they called us in the office, and I was like, Tahir, this is it. We did our best. <laughs> you got dropped from the drop. <laughs> right. They <laughs> dropping us from the drop. <laughs> we did our month. We did our let month. Us go. 30 days, baby. Oh, 30 days. They had let a different us go. kind of trauma. We had, and we had like called each other. It was like, you know, it was great working with you. You know, Not I hope you're premature. We went into that office. It was kept on stage with another producer. And they were like, we want to offer y'all to be producers on this show. We was like, whoa, Whoa. we didn't think it was going to go like that. We We thought thought, we died. Right. We thought it was over. (laughs) No more men. (laughs) So we started producing that show. And then from there, I started producing other shows for other people um, because I had a background in producing and radio. So they were like, "Mm, you could do this too. Mm -hmm. So I started producing. And then next thing you know, I moved up. I used to, what people don't know is that I actually used to be a... um, financial consultant so I can like oh wow crunch the numbers I can crunch ah. the numbers and so yeah. when they found that out they were like hold on Hell can you yeah. be like the head of production because yeah. then you know how to like deal with budgets and managing yeah. all this thing. I was like yeah absolutely so then uh, that's what I currently am at All Def I'm the head of production but a lot of people just like oh she's on All Def I'm like that's like 20% of what I do yeah, that's, good about, to, yeah. that's good to everybody don't know that been, they gonna know now, but mm-hmm. no. Nah, but you if you're, if you're a part of all deaf, you know to get paid, you have to. Oh yeah, you gotta yeah. Go <laughs> yeah every no, invoice. Because I think people when they see like they see you doing something, they're like, oh, I want to do that. But a lot of times, I have to be like, well, what else can you do? Because in digital media, it's not like big budget like CBS, NBC, cable. Like you have to have other skills, mm. and so I always ask people like, "Well, what else can you do? You're funny, but cool. Can you like work a camera?" That's why I love y'all set up here because like you have multiple people. They like they're comedians. They know how to do sound, camera, whatever, mm. and like you need that because you never know when you're gonna need that for your own personal skill set, right? right? You never know like when your day gonna come. Like I gotta film my own stuff for myself to get this out there. That's but the that's cool dope. thing about being on um, dad jokes, like seeing like you in action, seeing Patrick behind the camera. It's just like it makes it more damn, they care that much. Yes. I feel like it's a it's a bigger deal. Like I love working on films when the director picks up the camera. You know what I mean? It's like you're in this shit with us. You know what I mean? So talk your I, shit. I, I appreciate that. Remo. Talk your shit. I love being in films. Ah, I was <laughs> like, this nigga say films. You feel me? Real, real. You, you can only say it if you've been in one. It's a 100% true story. You feel I was me? in a picture. I was in a movie. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't in no film yet. I was in a goddamn I was picture. in a pictures <laughs> in program. <laughs> picture, ah, you don't have no sound. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Right. It's black and white. Talk to us about the bankruptcy picture. times at, yeah, at yeah. AD. Oh. Def. How did y'all how did you stay here to fire everybody? How was that? The first pandemic. How did Kev fire you? Was he nice? He didn't fire me. I actually left. I was one of you. I got pregnant out of wedlock, and so. Why you out of wedlock? What's that? That's so funny. That's very funny. I got pregnant out of wedlock. That is very funny. That's how they sell you. That's how they sell you. I'm about to 
Yeah, I'm about to go. That's how your mom introduced you. My daughter, she got pregnant out of wedlock. It's fine. Yes, yes. I got pregnant out of wedlock, and I ended up going on maternity leave, and I just never came back because I was like, was it an LA dude or a Kentucky dude? No, Miami. My fi- he's now my fiance. That's what's hey, up. Okay. Congratulations. Hey, she corrected that. Like, all them down. jokes. Got <laughs> he's my fiance. Out of wedlock, but my kids are in the Out of wedlock joke is only for him. Yeah, right. that so I mean, funny. like, that shit ain't meant for nobody else <laughs> to hear but him every <laughs> Don't time. Don't put that pressure on that man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, but yeah, I, ne- I ended up not coming back just because I, you know, motherhood became a higher calling that I didn't know was so going to be a higher calling. So I needed to focus on my baby. But before that, I will say all deaf, you know, right? I think I left maybe six months before it folded. Oh wow! But it was that old deaf had its good parts and its bad parts. Like mm. it wasn't, it wasn't wholly black owned like people thought it was. Mm. Um, was so, that a conflict in your soul? Like, oh, we lying to the streets. It's not, <laughs> not, not that, but more so uh, <laughs> some of the treatment of people and uh, how things are presented. I was like, yeah, I don't really like that. Yikes. Um, so yeah, there was that. It was just, it, it was fun though. This was the first time I would say in my life that I got to work at a job where you like you didn't have to wear that mask. You didn't have to code switch. Mm-hmm. Be which yourself. Was, it was just beautiful because yeah, I had worked man. in corporate America and, and then just going from that to now it's like, wait, what did y'all say at this meeting? You called this man an Asian nigga? Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> you know, you, you it ain't no Asian. HR nowhere. Fuck I can't wait y'all come down here. I'm lighting up an hour meeting. So look. Asian nigga. It was like just stuff in here. I was like, wait, this is. Okay, that's yeah. probably very offensive, but it's funny. <laughs> so, you know, just being around it, it was really cool. But I like, you know, now that it's owned, now all that is fully black owned. There we go. Yeah. Everybody want to wanna know. Shout out to Culture Genesis. Culture Genesis is a black owned company. Yes, CEO. Jason Jeter is also an investor. Um, so it's cool now. I like it because there's the freedom to do like other stuff. Mm. But also it's like we have an understanding like this is for the culture. Come on now. So it's not just a matter of like putting up stuff. We got to make like we have a responsibility. Mm. Not only is this stuff funny, but we also have to put out good content that fuels the culture. Got and y'all doing it. I appreciate y'all, y'all reaching it. out to the local talent. Like it's, it's a big deal. We've we seen people come in and film shit and don't pick nobody or don't. You, we Damn. watch. We yeah. watch niggas get high. We watch a nigga come in and say, uh, <laughs> "What do you say? This is for the, the tuba shouting." It's a tuba thing. It's a shouting. tuba thing shouting. We was like, "What?" Like, boy, you from you know North Dakota? Who really, who really play tuba out here? Yeah, <laughs> right. So it was good to see that y'all. You know, what I'm saying y'all included the whole city in in everything because some people just move in and take. Yeah, pillage. You know nah, not us. We're trying to uh, plant roots here. Shoot, we we just went. Uh, Patrick and I just went. Um, for on a scout for a show called Pull Up. So Pull Up is basically like highlighting a business. So we're gonna mm-hmm. highlight uh, black-owned businesses. And yes, yeah, so we're just like we just went around the city and it was so much love. We was just going in shops like, hey, is your you know like we had a list of places we wanted to see and everybody was like, did you stop here? Did you stop here? So our list ended up being oh, like wow. four times as long because everywhere we went, people were like, add this business, add this business, and that was just love. Now that's Atlanta. That's if you love. could put Atlanta in a sentence or or sum yeah. sum up, that's right. Atlanta. Yeah. We gonna yeah. show I'm a little give love. Give you the name that's of a business that might be on there that people think is black owned that ain't. And don't Make pull up sure there. Make sure that y'all don't go there. Okay, let me no, know. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Let me know. <laughs> me too. <laughs> said it's okay, probably yes, on yes, there. Yes, yes, yes. Right. <laughs> it probably is on there. Okay, let me know. Now, it's good, but we don't <laughs> fuck with them no more. <laughs> <laughs> so it ain't good. Now, I saw a roach. 
Oh, so well, tell me what you know. It ain't black owned. I'm making sure okay, it's okay. owned by a white <laughs> guy. Now we want to pretend that it's black owned. Okay, yeah. well, just let me know. Are they hope? Let me know. So they're like legit pretending to be black owned, yes, making sure that their, it's in wow. their IG bio. Oh, it's probably on DoorDash. That's so funny. It said black owned. That's hilarious. It black owned. Black owned hashtag owned by black woman. All kind of shit. they giving it up crazy. They killed your friend. Have you heard his joke? <laughs> Which one? No, not that one. Oh my God, you have to hear it. <laughs> no. She's it's part Asian. Asian. Uh-huh. You got to get it cleared yeah, by the community. Bro. I have. I, I have got it cleared. I've got it cleared by, by, by the Asian community. By the Asian community. Shout Which out Asian? To Tim. Oh what kind of Asian? I can't say Tim's name. Shantarangsu. Thank you. <laughs> He's not. Okay, he counts. That's hilarious. But also, boom, you get, y'all get, so you, you go to maternity leave and how do you get back to all that from that? So I went on maternity leave. Um, my fiance and I moved to Atlanta because we, I used to live here a long time ago. Okay. He lived in Miami. We just felt like this was a better place for our family. True. Um, better for your budget. It is. Absolutely. Because <laughs> that little 600 square foot apartment was not. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a hotel room. Oh, and I was doing great. Okay. That's I had a washer and dryer. That's not like a cage match. You can <laughs> lay on your right. You can put both feet on the wall. Yeah. That's bed. how it felt. That's out of Kentucky and out of Miami. <laughs> Cage mat, 600 square feet of apartment. Let's see who kills each other first. 7,000 a month. (laughs) In a pandemic. (laughs) Who keeps the baby? We had to move. So, um, yeah, we came out here, and then uh, I got a call from Cedric Rogers from Culture Genesis, and he was like, hey, um, do you, you know, I'm, I just bought all deaf. I'd love to have you back. And I was like, Word. look, bro, I live in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how this going to work. He was like, that's fine. We're a tech company. So we're used to working virtual. I was like, bang, bang. That's how you like, like to talk. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I was like, that's like right. getting flued out talk. Yeah. We got a tech company. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's, and that's what I said. I was like, Champagne you know, you got to fly room. me out. Cause I don't, he's like, that's fine. I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm getting flued out for the job. Nice. So you know you got to have Chick-fil-A waiting on me, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> Just keep throwing <laughs> shit out. <laughs> Just, the ride is going to be long as hell. <laughs> yeah. Y'all ain't got Ben and Hanna's in the green room. You I ain't fucking with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about the hibachi I'm and the, the chef. And the chef. The catering. No, sir. So it was like, so it was just boom, just like that. You you, you made yes. the decision. Okay. So then it was um, back to producing at All Death. I yeah. think it was like December 2019. Mm. And um, so then that's when we started. What was started the first back? show you came back to? Great Taste. Great taste. So it's a show about like everybody. So for the the topic is cereal. Everybody has to pick a different topic, and you basically roast everybody else. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, that's okay. the name. Wow. Of yes. Yeah, I've, I watched that several times. Yeah. And I know it's the name. I feel the like name. all different is like a training camp for creators and like showrunners and stuff because y'all have to come up with the best show ideas for like un, no budget at all. Zoom. You got to yeah. do the shit during Zoom. I'm like. It's, this it, is like to me. It's like the Tyler Perry of like digital mm-hmm. media because you have to learn to do everything. You have to learn to shoot. Shout out to um, Patrick Cloud because Patrick is actually the one that created a lot of these shows, like Dad Jokes, Great yeah. Taste, Roast wow. Me. Um, oh my gosh, there's like 15 more. You Trash Fam, which is a gaming show. I guess it's a bunch of yeah. different shows, and so you really learn how to do everything. You have to learn to work a camera. You gotta, you know, I can edit. I can do a lot of stuff. I choose not to, but you know, the more skills you have, the more successful you'll be in digital media, at least. That's I don't fine. Know I can fuck a phone up, but all yeah. the other shit. <laughs> what's, your, what's your favorite part about the creation? I mean, you go from idea to execution to seeing it through to seeing it, the success of it. Like along that journey, like where do you like thrive? 
I think I like when everybody's like, when you're actually filming the stuff. Because it gets on my nerves trying to wrangle everybody because Lord knows comedians are not the easiest to wrangle, okay, y'all? Thank you for your Somebody patience. over here Thank smoking. You. Somebody over here on the phone. Somebody over here talking to an agent. Mm -hmm. yeah, and I'd be like, come on, please, but everybody. But to be fair, you on. always know where the smoker's going to be. True. That it's is true. very easy to find. <laughs> yeah. We're so easy to find. Easy. That's true. I know the group. I know which ones to call. Uh -huh. Come in. Yes. But them pill niggas. <laughs> oh, bro. Bathroom, them closet, be gone, bedroom, gone. They be the gone. roof, in the bus. <laughs> Cocaine nigga gonna walk <laughs> 10 miles that way and walk right, back. I had right, to walk right. back. Get off the roof. It's fucking your turn. <laughs> it's your turn. Come ass down. <laughs> Talking to Jesus, cuz. Keep me alone, bro. Hey, y'all get out Percocet. Right, oh, yeah. right. That's heroin. <laughs> that should make you itch. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Oh, but yeah. yeah you know, so, but that's yeah. the that's the, I think that's the most fun the part is just shooting. seeing everything come together because I feel like like when we were shooting Roasting Battlegrounds and you guys, you know, were just just watching y'all just stand there. Like I was behind y'all looking at all the comedians standing around mm -hmm. looking at the two comedians going head to head. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, This is a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. All right, look at this. Black excellence in here. Right. It's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was beautiful to see it all come together because, you know, when we're booking people, you never really know how it's going to turn out. True. You don't know who's going to be good. You think you know who's going to be good until they actually get in into the seat and they perform. Mm -hmm. So it's just, to me, that's the best part is actually being there filming this stuff and just seeing it all come together. What's the funniest awesome. roast you've seen in Atlanta? Oh, gosh. Why would you say that? Because literally everybody had something funny to say. Mm -hmm. I'm sure all those the Atlanta shoot days kind of, kind of, Jam together. They did. They did. That was five days of shooting. Oh, five yeah, days of shooting. So row. I don't even remember what happened on what day. Mm. So I can't remember one, but literally everybody's. I, I couldn't pick one person that was like trash. Because oh, usually there's somebody that's like, oh, you bottom of the barrel. You can't come back. You can't come back. We can't but, use that. <laughs> but everybody was really funny mm. I, to the point where I was like, dang, they said that. That's me. That's me. That's me. That's shit going on. I just yeah. want to give everybody a hug after it was over. Like, you're going to be all right. Oh, yeah. Oh, be tough. Boy, you fully fucked. <laughs> Boy, you look fully fucked. Man, that shit was so funny. So funny. So funny. So, okay. So, um, so I guess, like, what, what is the, the future of all death before we move on yeah. off of it? Like, what is all um, death that we're going to see in 2022? I think you'll see more all death properties other places in the Internet. So you may see it on TV. Mm. You may see some stuff popping up. You know, we try to get on an airplane screen. Okay, we yeah. try to get there. Oh, yeah. You know, we try to. So I think you'll see more of that stuff pop up. Um, my goal, hopefully, post pandemic, is to actually like, get back to doing the tour stuff because we've done a few iterations of a tour yeah. before. So I think. Oh, After yeah. the pandemic, we'll be you ready. Got the squad. The Atlanta yeah, team yeah. is ready. The Monstars yeah. is Monsters. ready. Over the Goon Squad is here. Stuff. Did you see Space Jam and was it good? I'm, I'm asking all. I'm asking the room. Y'all seen Space Jam? I haven't seen it yet because yeah. I'm waiting for my child to stay awake. It is uh, amazing. Also, is yeah, I'm about to say, yeah, I mean, it's it's for kids, but I heard it was pretty good. Though. It is for yeah, kids. It is for children. I'm waiting they to watch it. sat there and I slug out the house. They didn't move. I was like, yes. Hey. <laughs> Going to the barbershop. Perfect. Going to the barbershop. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Going to the barbershop. <laughs> so I, I, uh, I'm going off your IG on this and I have uh, limited information. So you have a travel agency? I was going to ask about the. No. So okay, I'm starting see, to I'm do. Off. So, you know, I think I've always had a place for traveling because, I, I mean, technically I wasn't born in this country. So. Right. 
even though Army Base is considered American soil. Mm-hmm. Talk your foreign shit. Foreign in your bio like them girls on Instagram. Foreign. foreign. Yeah. Two flags. No, the younger no, ones put the number four and the letter N. I don't know if y'all know that. Because y'all married shit. Four N. Four N. You got it? Wow. Good job. Wow. wow. Remo, are you smart? That is crazy. Yes. That is crazy, that's bro. Face <laughs> These kids is dumb. Four N. Yeah. That nigga just I'm t- killed I, you. Bro. All right. So three years ago, <laughs> I said. What you said? We're we're going backwards in the way we communicate. Yeah. So you said that we're we're on emojis. This is the hieroglyphic years. Mm. Yes. We're back on the Egypt yeah, shit. People gonna have to come back and see what people talking and about. And the old emojis. people aren't gonna be able to communicate what the fuck we we got going on. That's so we could strategize and plan how we need to accordingly off the code and create our own. Is that your pitch? No, that's that's, that's, that's just what it is. <laughs> nah, that's life, nigga. That's life, nigga. It's yeah, foreign, nigga. Talking about organizing. He just gave. It, he just, now they gonna know though. Now they gonna know. You just gave <laughs> right. the colonizers yeah, just, what they need. They, they, I mean, you just cracked your own code for everybody. Like, we know that. Don't it's we? cool. Mm-hmm. But travel. Yes. Yes. For <laughs> traveling. <laughs> That's where you pick up that net. <laughs> Yeah. But travel? Take it away, Mick. Scoop. Travel. All right, score. Go ahead. So I always said that I would get back to traveling. Like I always said, every year I need to do one international trip, just because mm. I feel like when you're in America, like it's just you don't think about the rest of the world, even though America is like a very small percentage of the world. So I always said. I need to get back to traveling. I need to travel at least once a year when I have a child. He has to have a passport. Dope. Like, as soon as, you know, he comes out the womb, we got to go. Mm-hmm. But, of course, the pandemic hit, so ain't nobody been traveling as much as they usually do. So, now that the pandemic's starting to die down, mm-hmm. I'm going to get back to traveling. And then you'll start to see, like, I want to curate some trips. So, I have a podcast called Mommy Needs a Break. We're going to start <laughs> with, like, mommy trips. But they're going to be international trips. I'm sending my wife out there with your ass. Oh, please do. With you. Please do. She may not come back after this trip. I'm just saying. You feel like being a single father? Damn. That's how much fun we're going to be having on our trip. Space Jam. I was like, what's We just finished sending out the money for it. She got to pay for that. She just got her off that trip. You talking about She going to run up that slitty. Nope. I watched the Kevin Hart movie. Hell no! It's that you vegan cookies, bro. She about to run up them cookies, bro. I'm paying for my own goddamn trip, bro. It's going to be fun, though. We're going to have some. But we, yeah, we're trying to do international trips. So be on the lookout. Our mama needs a break. Come on, said, that's your pitch? Yeah, that's hilarious, bro. To the husband? Damn. To the husband side? Oh, shit. Oh, man, hey, fellas, man. I mean, you know, support black business, but that's tough. Yeah. So she ain't going to want to come back. Single father? She pitches single father. That is going to be on the trailer. That's the Kevin Hart movie. She going to kill She going to kill all our wives? No, we talking about raising, Bruce, uh, I know. raising a child by yourself. We're going to have so much fun. Well, and that was just back. one. I could not right. watch that. I'll be trying through, to run bro. to the store and it'd be a whole thing. I'm mm-hmm. like, listen, God, you stop and sit down and touch, stop touching your brother. Yeah. It's a lot of that shit. What's, yeah. what's one of your favorite places you've gone so far? Uh, in the world? Yes. Dubai, hands down. Really? Hands Dubai, down. Hands down. And I got it on a glitch fair, so I wasn't flewed out. A glitch fair? What's yes. a glitch fair? Talk like about you, it. So TikTok. I, well, TikTok. This is a little, you know, this is a little hack. But if you put on Google, you can put like alerts for different words. So I put glitch fair Shut as up. like a Google alert. So anytime Shut like the, the real travelista, 
Travelistas be talking about like, oh, everybody go book as a glitch fair. It'll pop up and you get like an email. You done put us I went, on that. I'm telling you, I went glitch to. Is the cold? Yo, the flu is going to be like mad a, now. Do they have that as a notification? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. But you'll end up getting to. I got I got to Dubai for, I think, $400. Oh, hold on, so, all right, so, so chill. So no, chill. No, it was a round trip from 400. New York. $400. For $400? $400. It was a glitch fair. They messed up. Somebody lost their job. What the fuck is glitch somebody fair? It's because somebody messed up. Somebody messed it's up. Somebody lost their job. <laughs> somebody lost their job or something because I think they put, left off a zero for the flights or something. Oh, and everybody was like, hurry up, go get these flights before they, they put the price back. Somebody lost their job. And me and my friends not using went. Twitter at all correctly or none I'm of this shit. You, it's none great. Of that shit. So yeah, I went to, uh, it's a great, great, I mean, the place is so clean. I've never, and they don't eat pork in like yeah. Muslim countries like that. But it was so funny because we went to the grocery store in Dubai and they have, you remember like when they had Blockbuster or like little video it. rental places? You know how they had like the little porn area in the back and it was like 18 plus, you can't go here. Yeah. They had pork for foreigners in the little back room. <laughs> for <laughs> foreigners. In, in, yes, in Dubai. So if you want pork, you can get it, but you got to act like you're looking at a pork. For you got the, and, and the look of disgust Nigga, coming out want, that room. And you don't want to eat it because. They it, don't care about that pork? Not only that, <laughs> right. but ain't no pigs. There. Right. I don't know. That shit came from that shit warm as hell. And they had other stuff like to replace pork, so you don't even miss it. They had like beef pepperoni on the pizzas. That was like the standard. And I was like, this is good. Beef pepperoni is amazing. Beef bacon is good as hell too. That's what I'm saying. Beef bacon, everything is delicious. Really good. Go to a halal market. Okay. Get you some beef bacon. Beef it'll bacon. Change, it'll change your life. No bullshit. Talk your shit. Beef bacon so. good as hell. Like, that's the only beef pause that I ah, still eat. Ah, get out of here. Oh, <laughs> what is get that about? Are you back on the beef? I will. I will. If if somebody's cooking some beef bacon and I'm around, I'll grab me. It's going to pull up. It's going to fuck my stomach up for a day Wait, and a half. Vegan? I'm pescatarian. Mm. I have been for like t- <laughs> almost two years now. Okay. You're not yeah. missing nothing. Yeah. You, you yeah, did it know, the right way. Yeah. Pescatarian. Yeah, is tilapia yeah. real? No. no. Don't eat it. When it came out like 98. No. That shit came out when the fish sandwich. That shit came, came out. Tilapia to, came out like 90, That came out like 2001. That's so weird. Did y'all ever see this article about how, where tilapia comes from? Mm-mm. I, I saw a video. You. Where it it's come like from? It's like China. If you look, and I didn't know this, if you look on the packages of tilapia, <laughs> look, literally look, look where it says <laughs> it's from China. And I was like, why Confirmed. are you getting fish from China? Uh-huh. And it's just like distributed in the U.S. But most of the packages of tilapia in Walmart, Which, any so store like you go to. So China is making fish? They're, I don't farming. know how they're, they're farming they them for sure. No. They don't know how they make it. They're farming them. Yeah, I don't know. But I heard man. that they put like, they like overpopulate them in like a little yeah. makeshift lake. Like mm-hmm. a Petri dish. Right. And then they put, they put. Uh, chickens on top of them. They, they like harvest chickens on top, and then they have That's mesh netting. So when the chickens poop, it goes down into the fish, the fish, and the fish, fish eat, eat chicken, chicken poop. That's why that shit kind of good. So tilapia <laughs> eat. If you tilapia is chicken shit fish. Chicken shit. Ah, you are eating chicken shit. Chicken shit. Tilapia eat chitlins. It's chitlins. It's the same version of chitlins. here. No, I didn't know that. When I'm I found sorry. that out, I was like, mm, never Man, again. Man, tilapia never was that move when a nigga first moved to Atlanta. That's what I'm saying. You learn how to do a batter beer batter on a fish, nigga? Yeah, tilapia. Damn. And I was like, I was pescatarian too, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to eat all this tilapia. And I saw that, I was like, what can I eat? Mm. 
Why there's a lot, there's a lot of fish. Of other it's, fish. It's, I realized that. Yeah, like, there's hundreds of fish. I was like, it's a thousand other fish. If the bitch can't have tilapia. Everything. On the other side of the tilapia cooler is like nine. If you can't go to Bella Noche's. <laughs> what are we going to do? Were we you also drinking Tampico? Tampico in <laughs> phase. Why does it hurt right here? Because it's lotion. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tampico's lotion? Yes, Tampico's oil moisturizer. Why does it hurt? Because it's not supposed to be in our body. It's mixed with water. I mean, I drink Tampico. No, everybody listen. I do. I broke up with a girl because she brought Tampico the first time she came around. I was like, you know what? Tampico is a one-time person. Purchase. Right, you right. Buy it it's, it's a gallon <laughs> for eighty nine cents. <laughs> hey, you I'm about to fuck around with this Tampico. But you know what? If you, you drink it, you realize it's lotion. If you cut it with water, though, cut it with water. Don't just like drink Fruitopia it straight. Was. Remember how thick Fruitopia was? Oh, yeah. Fruitopia was another thick. Fruitopia was great. Was if you sweet. drink too much Tampico, your blood don't close. <laughs> ah. Blood don't close. I don't know Tampico. if you ever had a part with Swishers. Well, they just wouldn't close. You remember mm, that? That's from this from Tampico. What? Not, and nigga tried to blame Swisher. They, they was making the same cigars they making for a hundred years, nigga. It was your tongue. <laughs> it was your. Ah, it was your that's more sugar. Your unstickable. Tampico, Tampico, take the adhesive off your tongue. Oh. <laughs> that's oh, take your lick away. What? What? I take can't your lick away. Your lick away. God, take damn. your lick away. <laughs> Man. Oh, shit. So you got anything else you want to shout out before we slide out of here, mama? No, just make sure you um check me out at Meg Scoop everywhere yeah. on the internet. Yeah. Um also, you know, follow my mommy podcast. Mommy needs a break. It's mommy, actually really mommy funny. Okay. We'll yeah. be talking about stuff that you'd be like, Oh, they're moms. Do they oh, like you gotta get uh you gotta get your yeah, wives yeah, on she there. Yeah, she did she tell me that every day oh, mommy no. needs a break. After that that vacation pitch, I don't know if I want my wife listening to that podcast. <laughs> you, wait, you have how many kids? Five. Oh yeah, you definitely don't want to be a single father. Don't uh, let her know my podcast. She'd be like, you know what? You can take these kids. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they'd be like, no, fuck I, them I would if me. I had to, but we don't want that. Nah, you right, don't want right, to have right. to. You need your mommies, yeah. mommies, you know. Yeah, but it's, it's important, important to give the woman in your life a break. It is yes, important. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I want her mental health to be very 100%. well. That's true because I feel like a lot of women, you know, even me, I suffered from postpartum depression, but I didn't realize until later that it really was a, it really was I wasn't supported I felt like I wasn't supported emotionally I felt like you know and usually a lot of women when they go through postpartum depression they will tell you something wasn't supported whether they no one told them they were beautiful or they didn't like their bodies or there was nobody to like give them a, a nap so they could oh, you know, now. watch oh, the baby shit. clean That's my house right. for a second so I could just sleep you know it's usually that is the problem yeah. for most women okay, I'm like over here like this <laughs> hey, I, I went on the road Soon as she dropped the purple right. Yeah Gotta go Gotta get so his money tough. I mean you gotta do What you gotta it's do right? You gotta tough spot man. Right, It's right, a right. very tough spot To be gone for three months Straight Yeah, a brand new baby Yeah Yeah like I had she, That happened a couple times So she she's a Definitely I appreciate her Cause it's It's not easy being An entertainer's wife I'm telling you that That's true Especially Real niggas We gotta go out And get this shit for real Ain't mm -hmm. like no big deals And big bags You gotta I go and, you know, and I get that But you mm -hmm. also gotta be like Okay since I can't be there You know what Let me let my mama Or your mama come And stay for a month Or whoever yeah. is gonna be the help Whoever helps mm. Whoever helps in your Good life jewel. Or make sure Maybe you put together The little help train Like mm. hey Susie I don't like you But my wife need help And you her friend So can you <laughs> Come into the house For a week Yeah uh, yeah, you know, help train. That's next, I like that's, it. That's I like help train. Yeah, you know, I know they be is. ducking our kids. They be yeah. y'all straight. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think we need to do like more, and this is often funny, like more group 
economics like amongst us ourselves yeah. like yeah. learn yeah. how to coupon as a Let's community or like you Let's know whatever get like Mexican. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> we do we need we like that's a t-shirt they let's get mexican out, they have figured out group economics they all live in a house at a time they all buy trucks together they buy each other's trucks my homeboy was we worked at a restaurant again he was like dog it's like koreans have it down they have it down yes my mom as soon as i dropped that baby my mom was there for a month my black father was like i'm leaving after a week my we mom gone. was like, no. <laughs> he left. My mom <laughs> stayed. For she would have stayed longer because in like Asian culture, that's what you do. Like your uh -huh. mom is just with you. That's understood. And when I told my friends that, they were like, "Dang, why my mama got to be black?" Because <laughs> I was like, "Ah, sorry." Mama got shit to do. I got buy right, right. right. Mm -hmm. And I was gone. <laughs> right. I, got my, I got my mansion, and I was gone. Paid for it cash. <laughs> nice. Well, thank That's you hilarious. so much, Meg. Is thank it that time, brother? Me. Yeah, hold on real quick, though, before you get to that. Oh, it's that time. That, we got to do that YouTube comment of the week, man. Shout out to everybody that's been watching the shows. Pick the funniest comment every week. Well, I do. And this is what I think is funny. <laughs> Shout out to C, the number one Simone. C1 Simone. It says, Remo D. Rod, and the D is for denim. My man. <laughs> 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 oh, I missed it. Here we go. Nah, it's all good. C1 Simone says Remo D Rod and the D is for denim. <laughs> Shout out to you, C1. Please <laughs> say the denim. Please say the Please denim. Say the denim. <laughs> I like it. That's hilarious. Thank y'all for having me. Nah, oh, thank you so I much. feel so special. I'm yes. on the More Than Culture podcast. Come on, you are hey, special. Yeah. We feel special. You're that super you special. Yeah, up on and we definitely need more estrogen on our podcast. So yes. if you know any great women in Atlanta that we need Absolutely. to get on the podcast, let us know. Absolutely. And y'all let yeah. us know too. Let us know Appreciate in the comments. Us. Appreciate you hiring people around here, too. Like, yeah. like myself. Real talk. Mm -hmm. You guys deserve it. You deserve it. Thank you. Thank you. for Brother, real. brother Maul. Yeah, so we like to end the episodes with a segment we call Secret Genius Life Coach. Mm -hmm. Giving people some words of wisdom. Get through the week. Get to the next episode. I am Kamal, the secret genius. And the words of the week are this. This is less advice and more a statement. <laughs> I'm not an asshole because I correct people. I just want people to be right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I don't even like correcting people. I like for people to be correct. Yeah. Mm. That's you sure. see the difference? Yeah. Mm. Well, I would be an asshole if I just let you say wrong shit and didn't wasn't like, nah, bro, that ain't. Now you I'm an asshole because I make you repeat the wrong shit mm -hmm. to laugh at you <laughs> and correct you. <laughs> Not because I correct you. Mm. Take the constructive criticism. That's all I got. Yeah. Mm. Sorry, right, right, talk, brother. bitch. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> more than culture is the brand. This is the more than culture show. Come on, the secret genius, Remo Rod, Tyler Chronicles, Ronnie Jordan, special guest Meg Scoop. Yeah. We out. Boy, y'all got some names on y'all, boy. Nah. <laughs>